Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast, April 6th. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. No major aspects in the sky today. However, I will mention that we have a long void of course starting at 11.14 p.m. that goes all the way until 11.29 tomorrow morning when the moon enters Cancer. So if you're sensitive to voids, of course, we got a long one that will stretch into tomorrow morning. All right, we've been talking about this, the speak pipe, the orange button up at the top of the funastrology.com website, and Ashley hit that button last week with this. Hi, Thomas. My name is Ashley. I'm a regular listener of your podcast. Thank you so much. I have a question today on what they are calling the sunshine bill, which will eliminate daylight savings time. Will this affect anything about the charts or astrology-wise in general? I know time doesn't really exist in the sense that we tell it anyways, but what a big change for some of us, right? Well, yes and no. I would love to see it pass because I like that extra time. I don't know. This winter time change that just passed in the Northern Hemisphere really kind of affected me. In a, I, I could feel it. For really the first time, I'd hop time zones all of my life, so it, that's not a big deal. But for some reason, I just was missing that evening extra hour of sunshine. But my personal preference aside, this is a bill that was passed through the United States Senate on March 15th. The House of Representatives still has to hear it, and the president still has to sign it if it all gets that far. So it's not there yet. But what would happen with astrology? Great question. All right. So if we just take the basis of what a birth time is, that is simply a moment in time and space. And Ashley, you are exactly right. In that context, there is no time. It is a moment in infinity. Infinity doesn't recognize time. So we humans have attached that element so that we could get our little hands around it and so that we could cast astrology charts based on it. <laughs> Think about astrology was created, we realize, before time. And that's why the whole sign house system was developed as it was, because it put the ascendant right there as the entire first house. They didn't have anything else to work with. Then, with the advent of time, you could adjust various points in the chart, and those are the Placidus and Koch and Regiomontanus, etc. systems. So, astrology worked before time. Wrap your head around that one. But when we mark that point in infinity, when anything is born, that is the birth time. So, how we humans attribute that time is based on our own calculations. And in this case, obviously, it changes in the United States. Spring forward, fall back. Unless you're in Hawaii or Arizona, which don't recognize daylight savings time. Or Europe, etc. Then there was the story about twins. So one baby was born, let's say, at 10 minutes before 2 a.m. when the time was going to change. And another baby was born 10 minutes after the time change. So the younger child that was born second was actually listed as being born at 1.10 a.m. earlier than his older sibling. So how do we account for that in astrology? Well, thank the gods and goddesses for computers because they do all the work for us now. So let's just use that little scenario. Let's say that the baby born at 10 minutes before 2 
has a midheaven at 10 degrees Aries, let's just say. The baby born 20 minutes later would have a midheaven of 15 degrees Aries. So although his birth chart would be stated as 1.15 a.m. daylight savings time, the computer would make all of the adjustments and the midheaven would be in exactly the right position. So the main thing is to know your software and know how it compensates and whether that's a setting that you have to set. Typically, they're automatic, but if it's not, then that's something that you need to do manually and certainly to at least be aware of it. Now, as far as would we need to make any adjustments or do anything differently if they move the time permanently? And the answer is no. Well, except upgrade all of your software. <laughs> now, the online chart programs like Astro-Seq and Astro.com and all of those would update things automatically online. You wouldn't have to do anything. But all of the software programs, including apps, would need to be updated. And, of course, the developers would have to program that in. So it would be interesting because if this is signed into law, like you guys know that I am a big fan of the Honeycomb Collective Astrology Journal. I keep it in my hands a lot during the day, and I base a lot of the information on the podcasts from it. Well, they would either have to compensate for it, or you would have to take that into consideration if it goes into effect in November of 2023, as it is stated to be on the slate to do now. So if that happens, then it would change mid-year or mid-season. So you would simply have to ask them how they're going to handle that if indeed it happens in November of 23. So yes, there are some considerations, and we would, of course, be talking about that here and dialing all of that in as to how to properly make any adjustments. But by and large, there wouldn't be anything that you would have to do. And it certainly would not affect your birth time if you were born in the old time slot, because again, that would be compensated for in the software. You know, this is a great question, because what it really shows you is infinity versus human consciousness. Infinity just stands by itself, doesn't it? We're the ones that are making all the little scrambles around to adjust for things. I'm sure that consciousness is looking down from above, just going, oh, you humans, you humans. <laughs> Great question, Ashley. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Not only are you the smartest podcast listeners on the planet, you're the best looking too. So go out there and smile and make it a great day. See you tomorrow.